I'm Jamie O'Kane, CPA, small business advanced tax planning and compliance extraordinaire. And this is the Abundant Beans Podcast, the podcast that takes my love for learning what makes people tick while digging into the good, bad, and ugly of small business ownership. We strive to give you the insight that only those in the trenches of being and working with entrepreneurs can provide. So what have been um, some of the um, you know, biggest shifts you've seen during this crisis and the stay-at-home orders and all of that? Uh, well, there's been the big shift about how do people work, mm-hmm. um, getting people who like to micromanage to cut it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you have to develop a new level of trust with employees, mm-hmm. I think, if you weren't used to doing that before. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot more, more compassion because a lot of employees have kids at home that they're schooling, elder family care who've moved in, childcare that's moved out. Um, it could be single people who are now totally isolated. I mean, there's just a lot of mental health concerns. So feeling, you know, figuring out how to do so with compassion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also jobs have been changing. Some employees can't work remote and you have to make the tough decisions of layoffs or furloughs or mm-hmm. Is there a different type of need that I have that those people could fill in changing direction? And there's a quote, I can't remember who says it, but it's like, I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will not forget how you made them them feel. feel. Mm -hmm. Businesses, in my opinion, are so worried about where the next dollar is coming from, especially in startup. I get it. We've all been there, right? Yes. You still need to treat them like a human and not like a number. So the more you can make your audience feel, the more that you develop that warmth, that again, Mm -hmm. that interaction and experience that one faces with a brand, Mm -hmm. you're going to position yourself in a much better position. So what is, what would you say is the number one skill that all the uh, practice staff need to be developing every day? Communication. Um, and I don't mean that so blase, you know, yeah. and, and blandly. Um, it, it's really multifaceted. Mm-hmm. You have your interpersonal, you have your intrapersonal, you know, your client interface interactions, how you talk to the doctors, how you talk to the assistants, how you talk to one another, mm-hmm. and how you communicate all of that when you get home (laughs) and your inner dialogue, right? And it's recognizing, are you in a defensive mood? Are you in a um, controlling place? Are you, you just combative today? Okay. You're having a moment. And you know, I definitely did not subscribe to the good vibes only. Yeah. No, that's, Mm -hmm. that's not, that's unfair. That's toxic, you know, happiness, which I I think you and I both know Josh Weisman. So um, I'm doing happy. I love that. I mean, he's so right because Mm -hmm. you're not always going to have happy. So how do you communicate that effectively and appropriately? Mm -hmm. And also making sure that you're telling yourself the right things and your negative self-talk it's, Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I'm my own worst critic. Aren't we all? Yes. So yes, communication just, but Mm -hmm. because it's so leveled and so vastly important for how we connect and continue to move onwards. The programs that we're running on actually support what we want rather than playing out outdated ideas and programs that we don't choose anymore. You know, so many people lose sight of the fact that the limbic brain operates at 10 million times the speed of the conscious mind. So that reptilian fight or flight part of us that's programmed, you know, so young, generally speaking, just from our environment. So for example, my five-year-old stepdaughter, 
she's not necessarily taking notes and saying, oh, this is what's going to go in the program, blah, blah, blah. She's looking at the environment, the stuff she's exposed to, what she's watching, what she's listening to, what's happening. Her limbic brain is building and conforming now. In 20 years' time, she's going to be responding to life based on what's happening right now. And that's what we're doing, responding based on what happened. But we can actually step in, do some triaging, and actually shift it. And that's one of the things that Beyond Intention does too. And it does it with four simple steps. Exactly. And so the, the business environment has changed dramatically, mm-hmm. yet the way that we design our organizations has stayed relatively the same for the last 150 plus years. Mm-hmm. Right? And so there's a vanguard group of organizations that are considering this and that are trying to organize their businesses and their, and their, their groups of people that are coming together in the pursuit of a common passion, common purpose. They're trying to organize them in a different way. And so you know, let's take it back to my fourth year of veterinary school. It was being trained as a doctor, right? To use the data, to use science, to help you figure out problems. And you're, you're, been tra- you've, you're trained to also look for the root cause, the root problem of a healthcare issue. Don't just treat the symptoms. You want to be a good doctor, treat the root cause. Right. And so when I looked around at what I was experiencing uh, at school, I looked at it like a symptom right? This poor well-being in the workplace was a symptom. And so what's the cause? What's the root cause? And as I kept peeling the layers of the onion back, it came down to this. It Mm -hmm. came down to this way that we design our organizations and the way we lead them and the way that we engage people on the front lines, the employees, those who are closest to the customer. Mm -hmm. Do you want them to just show up and do the work, punch the clock, or do you want them to actually engage in the process of developing a business and solving problems. Use their brains. Their brain, right. And part of it is really thinking not with the, that getting to the top is going to make me happy. The fulfillment is an end goal. Mm -hmm. Fulfillment is something that you come from. It's a place to to realize that this is who I am now. Mm -hmm. And this is uh, how I'm going to be to become the person who I want to be at the end. I think most importantly is, you know, what are the biggest opportunities business owners are missing online? Um, I really think that if you are not putting yourself really out there, mm-hmm. you are missing a huge opportunity to connect with people. And I think we want that more now than ever before. Um, the, the more the brand founder has a story and that story's out there, Mm -hmm. the more human a brand is, the more we want to do business with them. And that doesn't mean that you have to show every aspect of your life online. It simply means that you need to show up as a human being interacting with other real human beings, you know, Mm -hmm. like these are real human beings. They're not data points. Um, And I think treating people like real human beings and crafting an experience for them as human beings is essential. And I think if you're trying to do something different than that, you are missing a real opportunity to build relationships, not just like get transactions from people, but actually to build long lasting relationships where people will always drive back to you, no matter whether it's, you know, you've got a brick and mortar store or you're online for a period of time or whatever, when they form that relationship with a company they love, they will come back over and over again, and they will refer you to like to beyond really. So, yeah. Um, it's interesting. Um, we just did a whole new website for our business. Um, our, let me put the website and the podcast and the firm together and they were not yep. together before. Um, and, um, 
trying to create a, an accounting firm website that doesn't look like an accounting firm <laughs> website was, well, the bar is low. So let's yeah. start there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it is with accounting firms. Yes. But there's a lot of default, right? So there's a lot of default to, you know, talking about taxes or there's a lot of default mm -hmm. to doing, you know, in-person video instead of like um, on our website, we have an animated video. Um, and they were like, but you're an accounting firm. We should do, you know, in person. And I'm like, no, I want to do whatever is opposite yeah. <laughs> of what's expected. Right. Um, for a purpose, but the big thing being, we're not your normal accounting firm. Therefore I don't want to look like a normal accounting firm. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's still hard to like, how, how do you help people be more, it's really about being authentic, right. Yeah. And being okay with being authentic. Like I look back and I'm like, what the hell? I spent a lot of time working on other people's businesses, right? <laughs> like that was a bunch of time wasted. But you know what the thing is, is that, and this is something that I've, I've find people are a little uncomfortable hearing the truth of. Mm -hmm. Not everyone's built to be an entrepreneur. Nope, Some people so should true. just go and get a job. No shame in it. No, no shame in it. in it at all. Every single piece of the corporate tapestry has a role that must be filled by someone who is skilled and adapt to you know mm -hmm. adept to doing it but I think we need to stop job shaming yeah, I really love totally. to see stop the job sh shaming and stop telling everyone they should be an entrepreneur because some people really aren't ready for it <laughs> I think anyway it requires a level of just your stubbornness <laughs> and resiliency and the ability to deal with change that most people don't don't have those aren't muscles that are flexed no. or that they just don't have those things um and, and when and, and i yeah i always said oh i don't you know i get the entrepreneurs because i've always been an accountant for small businesses like i get y'all like i you know i see it like you know it's all good i just don't want it for myself <laughs> and then i hopped out and i was like oh wow i am built for this right? <laughs> my stubbornness, my ability to change, like my, you know, my, my ability to like, be like, Oh, well, what if we did this and that and the other thing, you know, like <laughs> that's a level that, you know, we, you have to have those skills. Um, and honestly, it's so funny. I found out, I find a lot of ADHD, people are ADHD that are, that are entrepreneurs, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> because we just don't care also about the norms <laughs> a lot of the time. <laughs> We don't feel like stuck to those a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. And that's when it works. Thank you so much for listening or watching. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube, iTunes, or wherever you prefer to listen. If you learned something and found some useful information to apply to your business today, please consider giving us a thumbs up and a review. Until next week, be abundant. Be abundant.